puff. Sip. While the merry bells keep ringing. Oh, it's not Christmas? <laughs> yeah, you fuck up a nigga's high. <laughs> oh, that's a quarter for I'll you? I'll put a dollar quarter, in because... Yes. I mean, for real though. It's been so long. Song. It's been so long since... A holiday been a, song though? It's been... But a holiday song. Yo. A fucking... Holiday song, but that's Andy Williams' classic. I don't give a damn if it was Donny Hathaway singing this Christmas. And this Christmas will be. I'm sounding good, Jess. You still need a backup singer? Nah, I talked to her about that. She said, Nah, she good. <laughs> Jess, and I'm talking about Jessica Q. Ross. Um, what's up, people? This is Sip. This is Puff. And um, it's been for. Ever since we have click record, and that's why I thought it was Christmas because it had been so long. Mm-hmm. You got me. Don't quit your day job. Don't quit. My Stand day up job. is definitely not your calling. Comedy period. Yeah, you're looking mighty little. I hope you can. Well, we can hear. I hope we can too. Okay. Where have we been? Been around the world and I, 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 I can't find nobody. Something, something. You better pick it up just a little bit. I ain't got to do no such thing. You must You ain't pick the it fucking up boss of me. And get it together. You ain't the boss of me. I'm going to be right where I want to be. Now, where have you been? I've been traveling around the globe. Yes, people, I am a jet setter. I have a private jet now. I'm flying all over the world, <laughs> spreading um, laughter and cheer and goodwill towards all men. And I'm home partying like a motherfucker, yeah. partying like a rock star. But in actuality, my job has been stressful as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've been traveling, but not globally, not even by a long shot. I've been traveling, y'all, to these redneck parts of the state of Pennsylvania that frankly scare me I've been a little scared cause I'm black y'all know that right brown nice you know brown and you know I'm, I'm present well and you know educated I guess whatever according to most but some of them red niggers they yeah. don't care about <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. So I've been going to some parts of the state, y'all, that I just have some very preconceived notions about um, KKK activity. Some of it based on facts, um, and some of it based on my lack of experience in those er areas. You know, more rural. You know, where you gotta, you know, you live somewhere where you gotta drive like ten miles to get to a store. That's some bullshit. You just out there. 
I'm good. I don't want to be nowhere. I got to drive to get to the store. Yeah. Like that, anyway. I don't want to be where I walking in an option for a store. Well, nah, I just. <sighs> bike. <laughs> Close enough for a bike. Yeah. I don't know, man. Driving to yeah, that 10 mile, 20 miles for gas. Got to go to over the line to get to any kind of clothes shopping or got <laughs> order off the internet. Thank God for the internet. Now they probably happy as hell. Yeah. So, we, but how uh, they getting it delivered? They got they UPS. get deliveries. Yeah, they go all over. Mm-hmm. Sure do. You just got to have the right the UPS delivery people have to wear the right kind of boots. You know. The party this shit on the side of the road and <laughs> be like, you walk down two miles to the side of the road to get your package. You know what? A lot of those people, they probably honesty, got post office. They have boxes. PO boxes, so they're yeah. driving to the post office. And a lot of places don't deliver the PO boxes. <laughs> Damn, that's true. <laughs> so y'all that are listening in these rural communities, how do y'all get your packages? Do they come to your doorstep, even if you live out in the middle of the um? Forest, and I guess if you live in the middle of the forest, are you even listening to the Puff and Sip show? Hmm. So anyway, I've been traveling, and my job has been demanding yeah, as hell. The making porn. They're making who's making porn? The people in the forest. Oh, all right. But um, okay. Um, you just totally derailed my thoughts. Your work, traveling, nasty girl, you are. So I've been working a lot. I've been working over weekends, traveling over weekends, and <laughs> traveling isn't over. I'm actually headed to Pittsburgh. Not concerned about Pittsburgh. We got plenty of us up there, the Steelers and all them's. So be heading up there on uh, next week on Wednesday for a conference and these other little things that I'm helping to facilitate around the state. And so I'll be gone for four days. Which sucks. Yep. <laughs> Puff and I haven't been apart from each other um, in quite a while. For, I guess, a couple days here and there. But I guess it's psychological, too. Like, even when you were still living, you know, at the, at the previous place where you were, it w- we were only 10 minutes apart. So there was mm-hmm. always the option for us to pop over one another's. But. We ain't popping over one another's while I'm six to eight hours away or however the hell, however far away I am. So anyway, I'll be up at Penn State. Maybe I'll see somebody, but I won't identify who I am. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so that's where I've been. Now, Puff, where have you been? Here. Where's here? Home. Work. Work, home. <laughs> That's where I've been. Haven't done any traveling. Wild is traveling. I'm home, twiddling my thumbs <laughs> on that damn video game controller, y'all. She got this demo of CSI, y'all. Yes. CSI. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go get the game. As in the damn CSI. What does CSI stand for? 
criminal something investigation. I don't know what the S yeah, I'm gonna is. get the first one first. So she got this download, this free was it free download? Yeah, demo. That gives you a demo of the game and she was playing it and she was intense into it, like Yo, I got a clue. Yo, I'm about to solve the case. Yo, it's Jonas Titan. I'm going to have to buy it. And then the demo end before the game, before she was able to solve the yeah, case. Yeah, like a fucked up demo. Because usually they let you, like, you know, get a good round. Stay, as soon as I got to the juicy part, it just, like, credits roll up on the screen. Like, what the hell? So, now I got to go out and buy the game because it was fun. Speaking of juicy, can I just say... Look at Puff's face. <laughs> she was like, "What is she getting ready to say?" The L word. Psh, good. Oh my gosh! Yes. Good so in the motherfucker. <laughs> we are so late. We know that the L word final season was like a year ago, <laughs> but we are just getting a chance to watch it because we don't have had that cable in a while. DVD. So we rented y'all the DVDs, and we have had yo. Craziness, Jenny. craziness. That bitch is crazier than a bed bug. Max yo. being pregnant. Crazy for Max. So we have the last two. So um, I wonder is is Max just going to go back to just being a lesbian? A time that's it's right because she, she shaves her, her face. Oh, <sighs> a sad situation. I'm starting to feel some sympathy for her. Yeah, now. it's sad. I Really She's, didn't like her with that beard. Yeah, I'm glad she shaved it. It I mean, was even bad. If she wants to be called a he, but just you don't have to it, get the fake woolly looking beard. It just didn't something something didn't. Yeah, the texture of the beard didn't match the texture <laughs> of her hair. And I know they have different, but it was almost like biracial hair on her face, like a mixture of. It just wasn't right. Well, you know they use human hair. Yeah, and it just it looks like that could have been somebody's underarm hair. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When you think about <laughs> when you think about all these fake hair products, breathe, babes, breathe. <laughs> You yeah, that's it, that's it. <laughs> you weave hair. Somebody. Somebody else. Other hair and pubic hair. <laughs> Anywhere that they shave hair. Yeah. But what, like, what's the, is it hair, hair? No, this is a great. <laughs> this is so not in the, um, in the list of what we're supposed to be talking about. But this is why. Beautiful. Wait, but on a real tip though, why is it that when you donate hair or whatever, or they use people's hair after they get their hair cut, like, what's the difference between the hair under your arms, the hair on your head, and the proofy hair? The length. I, but when you get in like a hair transplant, like in the follicle, from your, for your follicles, you can use short hair. Enough of that short hair meshed together will become long hair. That's Crazy nasty. man. Stay That's away. So, Stay uh. away from them hair transplants. <laughs> you wonder why your weeds <laughs> One side smell like punani, the other side smell like underarms. Ew, you just walk around smelling like a steak head witch. Wow. Uh, ooh, that was
was funny. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I'm also going to share something personal. It just uh, hits me. Uh. I had, y'all, a, a medical appointment this evening. It was the first of its kind, y'all. I am 36 years old. What could it have been? Dun dun dun. Puff finishes her apple slut <laughs> with an attitude like, don't drink mine, I want it. Yes, y'all, we drinking apple sluts again. I had I had my first mammogram, y'all. If you haven't had one, go get your titties checked. <laughs> <laughs> and I had yes, breast cancer awareness. Go get your titties checked. Yes, go. That's what you know. What y'all just need to get real with the kids. <laughs> You know, and by no means, let me throw this disclaimer out there. You know, I'd like to throw disclaimers out. By no means am I, am I making light of breast cancer or no, nothing like that. But sometimes, you know, we got they got all these little catchy things to do to, you know, bring about breast cancer awareness. I want to start a Keep It Real campaign. Okay. Oh, well, they do have And we're going, we should maybe this will be a segment for a little it's while. It's called Save the Tie Ties. Nah, no, 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 no. I said keep it real. That's camp. cute. No, speak. Sh- this is can, you not. You don't know what I'm. Boy, she don't keep it real now. campaign. You know, it's a certain group of people and percentage of people that's not going here. Keep the tie ties. Save the tie ties. Oh, save the tie ties. And this is a group of people that's not going here. Let's go buy a mag, a pink magnet for five dollars and stick on the back of our car because we don't even have a car. So what you gonna do? All right, every so often, Scepter put it on the trans passes. You know, breast cancer awareness during October, but we need a keep it real campaign for those straight motherfuckers that want to hear it real. <laughs> save the titties. Go get the titties checked. Go get them checked Yo. for lumps, bumps, humps. And I ain't talking about no home examination. Oh, I'm going you to. You should have that. Yeah, you, you should do continually that. do that as well. But 30 days. A, um, 30 days. <laughs> Once every 30 days. Don't be you do it 30 days out the month. You playing with your titties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're flat out playing with your titties. And that's something different. Let me just say, I had all kinds of trepidation. Okay. I was concerned. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Let me tell you how Puff is getting ready to steal my apple slut. <laughs> Boo, you better go shake up a couple more while I tell my mammogram story. Okay. All right. So, please. So, tell it slow. All right. So, what had happened was um, I have a new doctor who, GYN, who says, you know, well, sip. You know, you're healthy, you're 36, you need to have a baseline mammogram, which means that mammogram screening, which basically means that, you know, typically you don't have, um, without any history, family history of breast cancer, you should begin mammogram screenings at the age of 40, and you should have them once a year. Um, But as a way to, I guess, have on record um, a baseline image of what your breasts look like before age 40 
they recommend that you get a baseline between the ages of, I believe, 35 and 39. Because in, at the age of 40 is when you would start having your regular screening. So anyway, this might be way too much information, but I think it's really important. Um, so I went this evening at 6 o'clock and had, I want to say, a painless people and I have heard horror stories even my own sister hates dreads weeks prior when her mammogram screening approaches because she has really I mean she talks about how painful it is and I'm like shit it's that bad you know this woman done had two kids you know been through all kinds of shit fell and broke a I don't know if she broke anything. But anyway, you know, she doesn't hurt herself. Whatever. And she got a pretty, I thought, high tolerance for pain. This motherfucker's crying like a bitch before the mammogram. I know I'm going to be weak too. Y'all, please. Nothing. Painless. I was like, that was it? Like, it was about, I don't know, five or six minutes in length. And it was done. And apparently, my mom shared that, you know... There's been a lot of advancements in the technology so that the actual machine that they now use is so much more um, less painful than the previous machine that was used. But y'all, such a good thing. Go get your titties checked. The timing was perfect. I've been talking about mammograms <laughs> as Puff Returns. So, thank you, babes. Oh, boy. And Keep it real. Well. Go she, get your titties checked. <laughs> couldn't just bring back the apple sluts. Oh, hell to no. What else did she bring back, y'all? Not the nuts, but... I, I forgot. She got, some, she got some trail mix, y'all. Mix it trail. Mix it trail with dried fruit. Ask who got it, because y'all know. My babe's eating healthy these days. Mm-mm. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, Puff mm. had a little incident earlier. It was what I would like to call a non-fender bender. Yep. Y'all. Betsy's a trooper. <laughs> Betsy <laughs> was spared once again. <laughs> yep, folks. I was coming home today on a good old K drive. Had to get detour because I guess it was an accident or something. They had the little flares lit where you couldn't get yeah. all the way through. So, you know, I just followed the flow of traffic going through some portion of Fairmont Park. Get to the part where it puts you back on K Drive. The lady in front of me, it was like a weird blind spot where you really couldn't see because it was like it's like on a curve where you really couldn't see the traffic that was coming. So she kind of put her foot to the gas to make me believe that she was going to go ahead on out there. Right. Meanwhile, I turned the look to see if, uh, you know, traffic was coming where I could go. Ran smack into the back of the car. Boom. All I heard was little Kim was like, oh, mom. <laughs> like, yo. It was too late. I had already hit the car. And I mean, I hit the car 
I pretty much I whacked it pretty good. I just knew that it was gonna be some things. I got out the car. My first reaction to the lady was, and she was a white woman. You know, I immediately was wanted to make sure she was okay. How old of a woman was she? Oh, she like she was about fifty five. Oh, uh, okay. A little blonde head, snobbish type chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was, uh, she had, she had, you know, major attitude when I first approached her. Where's your insurance? Where's your insurance? And I was like, first thing first, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, where's your insurance? I'm like, all right, relax. Get in the car, folks. I don't even have my insurance. <laughs> insurance, the craziest thing, went to Pep Boys just last night. <laughs> And had taken my insurance out of the car and never put it back in, so it wasn't in there. But thankfully, nobody was hurt, no scratch, no dents, no nothing. So, yes, yes, yeah, it was what it was, one of those things. Thank God. Yep. Um, and I thought since you know we haven't done this in a while, and the last time that we talked about Junior King on the podcast, he was still on punishment. He's about to get back on punishment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Junior King is technically off of punishment. Yes, he got it off Friday. Friday last yeah, Friday. last Friday and today is Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, almost a week. But, um, it was probably the longest week of his life. <laughs> and, um, he is, you know, it's still, I think, sometimes, at least in the last couple of days, where... He didn't actually get his homework done the way he should have, or other little slip ups about he mm-hmm. forgot this. Where you know Puff was like, "All right now," because <laughs> he ain't forget nothing when he was on punishment. <laughs> homework was done. He had nothing to do. He had nothing else to do. Yeah. Now he has other you know priorities like video games and playing with his little friend. Stalker. Yeah, he's got a little stalker buddy in the complex who calls every day. Mm-hmm. May I speak to Junior King, please? <laughs> nah, he eating dinner. Nah, he doing homework. Nah, how about Friday? Nah, how about he'll call you when he can? Like <laughs> he calls seven thirty tonight. But see if he, he can come over. I'm like seven thirty. It was seven thirty. I was like Junior King. First of all, still doing his homework. Next. No. I said Friday, you can come over for a couple of hours. Oh, uh, he's going to come over here? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. So, otherwise, um, everything else is going well. Um, also, on the home front, we have, um, you know, Puff has had some inspirational, artistic bursts of creativity you're so full of it <laughs> <laughs> y'all I paint two walls folks <laughs> but y'all paint your damn walls it makes a difference it makes such a difference so you have a wall you have a room you got four white walls mm. four you sound like elf Elroy from off of Jesse. I thought you were going to say Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, him too. <laughs> you standing in a room, y'all, with four white walls. <laughs> white walls. <laughs> and you paint one of them cinnamon brown. 
Ooh, children of the world. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker said children of the world. Shit, I'm telling you, it just makes stuff popping. It looks so different in there. It feels all classy and it shit. It feels all nice and cozy. Mm. It felt like I needed, you know, keep my house shoes on or something. Keep my feet off the couch. Yeah. There's some <laughs> tables. Girls and boys. Huh. Puff doing it right. So, thank you, babes. I stayed yeah, there. Yeah, but it's time to do the dining room. That's going to oh, look nice, too. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that um, this weekend. <coughs> yep. So, I was able to paint paint two walls in the living room and by the windows. And it really made our little... The panels that we hated when we was putting them up. It really popped because they're, they're like a... They're not white, but a cream, maybe they, an eggshell. They blend ba- into the paint. Yeah, they blend into the paint, but um, throwing that pepper spice brown up there, it brings everything out really the nicely. Bomb diggity. And I, I would actually like a little um, over the chair lamp over that oh, yeah. single chair. I love the that, IKEA one. That bought the. Was, wasn't it yeah, one? the IKEA one. Yeah, we need to get back to IKEA. Yeah, and it was reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. Rogo, Chase Rogo. Ryan. All right, Rogo. That's enough. Roka. Chase Ryan, girl. Roka. Welcome to Facebook. She finally Roka. got down with Roka. Facebook. Hey, Facebook. Rogo. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Chase Ryan? Don't she act like she twelve sometimes, y'all? <laughs> Thirteen. Um. I'm glad you got the Facebook. Little lady ain't buying on Facebook. <laughs> but better late than never. It's cool. Good luck. That's what she said. She was kind of like, I'm trying to get to my FB. Like, I don't really know what's going on. It's a little whole new worldish to me. So, well, tell people what you're doing all day. <laughs> what's up, girl? Um, Trina and D. Shout out. Shout out. She, um, they actually are also our friends on Facebook. Old school. Old school. Old school. I'm about to text old school. Text old school. I'm going to tell you old school. I know I'll be going off about texting, but that don't apply to you. You can text anytime. I really want you to stop smacking on that. It's all right. It's all a part of podcasting. Keeping it real. This is the Keep It Real episode. You know what? There should be a Puff and Sip trivia question. Where you have to list five things that Puff has smacked on during the podcast. No, I got a better one. <laughs> five things that get on your nerves about Sip getting on my nerves. <laughs> five things that Sip do that's irritating on. Let's put that poll out there. No. Five things that Puff do on the podcast that you really would necessarily don't care for. I don't know. Or wish head. I would stop. I don't want my. I don't want to get my uh, feelings hurt. Five things that sip do that y'all really could do without. That's a good idea. Let's Let's, do I it. mean, hey, it's all about getting better and Let's growing. Let's get some constructive criticism. Jess is gonna give it to me. Maybe <laughs> better walk out. Jess gonna give it to us both. I I want you to stop talking with all these accents. What she do? Talk with an accent? Oh boy, Jess, you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Jess, what's up, Jess? <laughs> Roll call. Yeah, old school. I'm gonna throw you a text. <laughs> I want you to chew and swallow. 
<laughs> I want you to chew and swallow. Okay. <laughs> and for old time's sake, what's up, Kawiyala? <laughs> Kawiyala. Oh my gosh. I still can't say it. You sure can. Kawiyala. There you go. Kawiyala. <laughs> and then on top of my, I'm sorry, I just. When I said, I don't know what made me connect when I said, how are y'all a name like that? <laughs> but we got detoured off of the K-Drive. What? Uh-huh. When we was coming home, <laughs> got two deers crossed right in front of Betsy. Oh, my gosh. You know they travel in pairs. Yeah, it was two of them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pair. I said it was two from the no, beginning. I'm just saying. Uh, I didn't realize if you see one. Yeah, it was that one. One was right behind. Yep. It. yep, one came, and thankfully, you know, it was a lot of traffic that I wasn't going. I was just wow. creeping along, and I was like, "Ooh, ooh, Junior King, look, there go two deers, and they just moseyed on across in front, and I just waited for them. They have no pedestrian skills. None. Whatsoever. All they know how to do is tear a car up. Yes, I told they, you, my my coworker. Never made it to the um, one of the things because deer ran and tore yeah. her car up. I know that happened to my cousin when we was in college down in Virginia. We was coming just over to the come weekend. home and watch out for them deer, y'all. So also we want to <laughs> shout out Kim. She's our Kim, newest friend. Kim, Kim, Kim you special because you know that's an, just you just special because <laughs> she's um someone that we have seen on the on the, the black lesbian scene. The, I gotta look at her. The club scene. You yeah, if you see her, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, go on." Um, my battery's low, but also unusually, what? But I want to shout out two homos podcasts. All right, shoot them out. Yo, they are funny as hell, y'all. Y'all are faithful listeners of the Puff and Sip Show, and y'all are going to stay faithful listeners of the Puff and Sip Show, but. Add two homos to your repertoire. If y'all aren't down with two homos, it's the number two and then the word homos. And they are a lesbian, a white lesbian couple who live in L.A. And they are freaking hilarious. Their episodes, boo, Mm -hmm. are like 10 minutes long. (laughs) Wow, remember those days? (laughs) I mean, I think their longest one that I've seen was like 34 minutes. I'm like, damn, how do they do it? They are freaking hysterical. They've been together for like 10 years. And they just go on there and they talk about all kinds of shit. And it is freaking hysterical. So two homos. Keep it up, girls. Maybe we got to get at them. Maybe we can collab. We would love to do a collab. Oh, that would be fun as hell. But you got to check them out. All right. So let's hit this what if so we can go to <clears throat> excuse me, our topic for the evening. Now, your what if idea babes was uh what if that was a mm, i remember that yes it was yours (laughs) (laughs) what if the phillies lose the world series (laughs) and the eagles win the super bowl that ain't happening what if well if that was to happen i would have to root i would i that ain't happening. It just ain't happening. Sorry. Well, the Phillies did lose. The Phillies lost, and the Bum Eagles. Till they turn, they need to stop just using Michael Vick for this West Coast handoff, Joan. You know why they use that just to th- off throw the 
other team's rhythm. And he like he ready to play. Like he getting a little little antsy. He had a write up in the paper. He was like, you know, he don't he don't really understand how he um fit into the Philadelphia plan. He went more than the West Coast, but he trying. So the Eagles, um, if they win, you know, I don't think I'm going to the celebration party or nothing. He ain't got shit to say. Neither do I. This sounds like such a rhetorical question. It's like, whatever. I mean, but I tend to root for the home team. That's just what I do. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not loyal to these home teams. I'm I'm not a diehard sports fan at all to any sport. But if I'm rooting for a sport or for a team, it tends to be the, the team of the hometown I'm in. So that's sort of what I do. Unlike uh, Trader Puff over here. I just trade <clears throat> All right. So our topic. Who I'm looking for? Oh, here she go. Oh, yeah. Kim. Kim Renee. Uh-huh. All right. I got, I got two jokes for you, babes. Okay. I'm Don't listening. look at the screen. What does a lesbian bring on a second date? Hello? A booty bag. And a U-Haul. What does a gay man bring on a second date? A condom. What second date? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you get that from? Girls and boys of the world, no. we're talking about you hauling it, y'all. You know, the big old trucks. Now we got worldwide listeners, and I don't think you haul is international, are they? They got you haul in Europe and Africa and Asia and Australia. So, and I say probably not. But anyway, at any rate, you hauling refers to. The habits that many lesbians have mm-hmm. of having these intense emotional connections mm-hmm. and the urge to merge. Mm-hmm. You meet somebody on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Y'all go out Friday night. No, no, no. If you meet at a club on Friday night, mm-hmm. you recognize her. You're looking at her picture. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no. You meet her on a Friday night, right, babes? Mm-hmm. Y'all hook up and y'all go out again on Saturday night, like on a date, like your first date of Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Spend the night Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Breakfast on Sunday. Yep. And then what? You're moving in on Monday. Moving in on Monday. <laughs> now, we're exaggerating. Yeah, I recognize her. Huh? I recognize her. Yeah. Um... So we're exaggerating, but not a lot compared to straight. It might be a good week <clears throat> before you trying to like have a relationship. Most lesbians are like trying to like, oh shit! Well, if she digging me, I'm digging her. Like, why not? It's not even why. On the straight yeah. side, for me, it was. Well, why should I? Maybe I shouldn't. It's all this doubt. Too soon. And- I need to wait. What's the rush? And yeah, you, asked, to, you asked all those questions. Well, most people. Yeah, but on the gay side, on the lesbian side, you be just like, I'm feeling her. She feeling me. Let's go with. Just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Remember we used to say that. We used to say all the time. <laughs> Did 
Yeah, go with the flow. Go with the flow. Look where the flow got us. So, this is a question for both of us. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this first. Do you think lesbians know how to just date? Yes, I think so. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna eat no more nuts. I think they do, if that's what they're looking for. Now, is it, is it a matter of the more mature lesbians, and maybe it's the young ones that tend to be all urging the merging? Um, I, I think I don't think it's no no set age because you see it on both, um, both ends of the spectrum, but. Like I said, I, I really think it depends on what the individual is looking for. Because if you, I think if you just date, want to date, that's just what you're going to do. And when you, they're setting your mind that you want to merge, you want to, you know, be all quick about a relationship and all of that. That's what you're going to do. So, but I think the likelihood of just dating is, is, um, Less likely in in lesbian relationship for for whatever reason. We are the fastest moving motherfuckers in the creation <laughs> when it comes to and I get and I don't. I guess it goes back to that old what I sometimes see as stereotype, but then it's not really. I guess it could is true to some degree that you know women are these emotional beings and you know women connect on the emotional level so. You know, that's why things happen so quickly and, you know, it's so intense and all of that where it's just really um, emotional. Then when you throw the physical into all of that, it's just that more more intense. Whereas with, I, I think with a heterosexual relationship, it it takes time to get that emotional connection because it's, it's, it's very different because of the makeup and the nature of a man. Right. So... It's um yeah we 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 do I think we love quick and hard right <clears throat> I mean I I agree with you and I think I'm, and I don't mean to cut you off but one more thing I like to say I I think we quickly confuse love with infatuation and you and know lust. the moment and lust and all of that with right. without a shadow of a doubt it's gonna be some some. Funny motherfuckers, ain't we? Yes. Well, you know, I'm I'm going to a little bit, I guess, and in some ways agree with you and other ways disagree. To answer the question, do lesbians know how to just date? I'm going to say no. I think generally speaking, I mean, because we're making general statements. I'm going to say no because for the reasons you've mentioned, when you're talking about two women... There's all this intense emotion. There's all this compatibility sort of that's calculated very early on. You know, like with the, on the straight side, you tend to take a different road to getting to know each other. You take more time. You spend more time. Yeah. and But as two women, you tend to calculate at a faster rate your compatibility. Oh, she likes cats. I like cats. Or she likes dogs. I like dogs. And oh, wow, she's butch. I'm them. She's stud. I'm, you know, I'm a stud, and we both like stud on stud. And or she don't like labels. I don't like labels, <laughs> you know. And I think we just go a, a a million miles a minute in our head when it comes to those early stages of compatibility. 
And as soon as we get a, a good sense from the person that we're digging, that she's digging us as well, it's like, shit, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> um, I think lust is huge. I mean, when I first started going to the gay club scene, oh boy, is it different from a straight club scene. <laughs> people, gay people, <laughs> freaky. I think freakier than straight people. Now, people would argue, oh, Sib, it's not really that we're freakier than straight people. It's that we are so suppressed and discriminated against in the outside world. <laughs> when we get a chance to be free, we get free. Well, that, that's a part of it. But shit. Mm. The stuff we done seen. Yeah. Wooey. Huh? And never seen will be seeing that much shit at street places. No, I mean, jeez, even with that factored in about the whole gayness of it all, it just still seems extreme. So anyway, I say all that to say that I just think that we are intense people, and it's and it's probably a function of our, you know, class, you know, or lack thereof in terms of citizenship being labeled as second class citizens given our inability to marry and to in many cases adopt and all that plays into how we behave when we get a little bit of freedom <laughs> to make some decisions so why do we rush into relationships so what I found were five questions or not questions but five what are these like reasons why we rush into relationships so quickly so just tell me what you think about each of them number one it is so damn hard to find a partner as it is that when you finally found somebody it's like finally yeah um i mean unfortunately this is this is some people's you know outlook and some people's real Real situation that it was hard to find somebody. Then I don't think it's that hard if you look. Um, do you? I, I, me personally, and honestly, I think it, it's more. You know, I see some couples together, and I'm like, "Damn, they together! Like, how she get her? How she snag her? Or you know, real opposite. Maybe the diva, diva type, and then you look at the partner, like, oh, I, I." thought you would pick someone else and it's not a whole lot of you know you gotta look a certain way and be a certain um weight and all that i mean it's just so mixed up in the gay and lesbian community to not find somebody being hard um you might need to check yourself out because lesbians are everywhere and they just want to have somebody as well like I don't think it's that difficult or hard but for some it may be and uh, it's almost see it being kind of I don't know I kind of disagree I I mean I kind of agree with you I don't think that there are these um, really difficult I think it's more, more difficult as hetero oh yeah to find like a quote unquote good black man oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah or good man if you don't care about his race right um I agree that it's 
I think that so they're a whole different level of stress. That they're, I think that they're good women everywhere. Now, I mean, there is there is something to be said for finding the right one, though. I mean, yeah. you can date a lot of people, but finding that right one can take some time. But I don't think it's an impossibility. So we're not sold on that one. What else do we have here? Number two, the ugly theory. Now, once you find someone who's attractive, it's it is just it's on and you are not letting her go because I think this feeds into stereotypes about like, you know, the big scary lesbians as the two homos podcast couples <laughs> refer to when they go out places. They're like, oh, yeah, the big scary lesbian always sniffs us out and tries to hang with us. And we're like no thanks (laughs) um like big marge from peewee if you know who big marge was but anyway i i mean again i'm not sold on this like why we love quick and hard is this the reason because we're having a hard time finding women that we find attractive um i I, now this this one i see can we if we fall in this category you're having to me personally I think you're having some self esteem issues um that I I just I just see this bleeding with desperation like you know what's going on with you that you gotta have this this dime piece that you just I'm just gonna go crazy over because of the way they look and like it's the whole I don't I don't get it. It's there's something going on within within the individual that I uh, yeah, I mean I'm always a little uh, I don't know if amused, but maybe amused is the right word by these couples, straight couples, gay couples, where one part person is so enamored with the other person's physical beauty isn't she beautiful isn't he beautiful isn't he handsome it's like I mean yeah okay like yeah y'all like cute he's cute she's pretty whatever but like y'all are in a relationship isn't it more than that like beauty is only skin deep you know anyway um we're critiquing these throwing these uh picking these to shreds uh number three the first girlfriend theory so this is that's that majorly intense emotion when you first fall in love with a woman for the first time that you rush to commitment to sex to relationship status to all of that as soon as as soon as possible because you just so enamored with the whole with the whole deal I see the like this is very likely this this is all day long this happens um, this kind of happened with me with you I mean it just um I, I think if not to a great great length that every I, I just personally think every um lesbian woman hits this stage at, at some point in in their in their journey, um, if you ha- if you don't, I mean, when I think back to, and and not even just, you can even throw it onto the hetero side. There's just something about that first person that you 
thought you loved or claimed to love that it was just very 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 intense and um it's definitely no different on the lesbian side i think it's even more intense because once again you that whole your whole emotional thing um comes into play once again and it's it's the likelihood of this is 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 great this is definitely i would say a reason and um oh yeah why it happens i I mean you know it's, it's 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 new it's it's you know when you're talking about your first love or your first major infatuation or you know whatever however you want to classify it it's usually mind blowing and it's something you've never experienced it's you know something new and yes, refreshing and you know m- you know mind boggling and you know left you in yeah left you in states that <laughs> you just Wow, what was that about? And just you messed up in the head. <laughs> so I mean, I can recall with Puff and I, there were times in our very early years when you know she was still very much married, and I was very much the other chick on the side. And we had made some decisions to no longer date or no longer, you know be involved whatever the case was and i would try to or break up essentially right Mm -hmm. and then i would try to go ahead and like hook up with somebody else and um it didn't work (laughs) (laughs) it did not work and i don't know if i was doing a mental comparison i don't think at least i wasn't consciously doing a mental comparison but that first girlfriend more from more from me than my first boyfriend. My first boyfriend, like yeah, he was he was actually an asshole. Now <laughs> he's actually a friend of mine on Facebook, and I'm like, I can't believe you're such an arrogant asshole. Like, why did I ever? And even my more serious boyfriend, at the you know later on, I was still you know it just it doesn't compare to me in terms of the intensity. Or the longevity of that feeling of love and then infatuation and lust, all of it rolled in into one. I agree. And I agree one hundred and twelve percent. I do, just, I agree. It was just a different It's just so different. So yeah. This makes That you, was I was, you know I that, can get over that. That makes you U Haul. Now we did not U Haul. And I think people who mm-hmm. listen to our show will know that. You know, yeah. we took our time <laughs> literally years what'd you say babes oh nothing so um we took our time majorly <laughs> before uh deciding to you know cohabitate but that's not the norm so let's moving on we have two more number four is some lesbians are U-hauling because they want to avoid the risks of dating and all the drama of being in these casual relationships where you're dealing with STD, STI concerns. Yeah, they and play it safe. They sna- get that one, snatch them up. X drama. Mm-hmm, mm. You see that play out on the nightclub floor. Yes, all the time. Who the hell are you looking at? Oh, you looking at motherfucker? It's like, are you kidding me? Are we are we twelve? Yeah. <laughs> it goes on. So I think that this is true. 
that some people yep. just don't want to even be bothered. Some lesbians never set foot in a nightclub ever, in a gay club. Which I don't understand. I want to go. A, nah, I want to go, go sometime. Shake a leg. Yeah, shake the leg. At least watch that somebody else shake a leg. Shake your butt. You. Know? Uh, his own. Do a little some some. Shake your good thing. Shake your good thing. Yeah yeah. All right. <laughs> That's the shit. Um, <laughs> and then number five, which is probably our most practical category, would be that you um. You do it for income purposes. You do it because, you know, two paychecks spread over two different, you know, apartments or homes. Um, yeah. Hey. It goes. Um. <laughs> you know, this theory, uh, you know, at times came into play with my, you know, I presented the idea a couple times about me and you living together to share living expenses. Yes, but you know it took. It, it happened when it was supposed to happen, right? And um, yeah, I I, I could totally understand this theory. Um, yeah, because when you looked at the amount of time that we spent, yeah, and it was just so drastic, like bed, yeah, like either <laughs> always all it it was like it wasn't really even split middle down down the middle. No, it was we were always. All at one spot or all at the other spot. No, like half and half, where you can still be like, well, at least I'm here at my place half the time. It was like, and the, the most, and I'll be honest, most of it was, why is Sip paying rent? <laughs> like, why is Sip paying the cable bill? Why is, you know, but, and then it was, why am I at Sip's but still paying the bills at my house yes. and i'm not there <laughs> but you know it all worked out and and that went on for that, i had no idea it was over six months like a half a year wow, wow. that's long it, when you say it that way i didn't think it six was that months. long yeah it was long Did it you? was long no i felt i it felt like maybe a couple months three months <laughs> but it was it was it was half a year that's good but um yeah so that you know, I I can understand. Yes. But anything else you can think of as to reasons why lesbians U haul? There were some other ones that I just left out. There was this whole pet pet one. I think I shared it with you. No, I don't want to think about the animals. So many lesbians are cat lesbians. So many other lesbians are dog lesbians. I'm like is I mean like I don't know. I mean, I like dogs. I, I, I think I'd say, say I'm a dog lover. I don't own a dog. We don't have a pet. We, are we still getting that fish tank? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that would look guess. nice. In living that would look very nice. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, like, hairy animals. I just, Mm-mm. I don't want to deal with it. I, I think at some point in my life, I would like to have a dog oh, again. No cleaning right but now. But I would prefer a dog when I have a yard and mm. more room for the dog to be outside and not have to, like, live inside, inside, all, the inside all the time. That just seems a little... Stink. I mean, I like the idea of it being a house dog. But Yeah, I got but, you, but yeah. at least, you know, he need yeah. an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the option the is page. not... About the foot of my bed every other night. He just switching beds. I'm going. Oh, oh, oh! Drinking bed. Oh, oh, oh! Girl, let me 
if we had a dog, if we had a dog, that dog would be in Junior King's bed every night. The dog's always yeah, attached to the I little kids. Yeah, I know. When I had my dog, my mom used to be pissed off when he used to jump up in the bed with us. Oh, he cannot sleep in your bed. We just shut the door. Then he has his own little area. I don't know how he used to get out. We wake up in the morning. It's one of everybody's shoes in the living room where he done chewed the heels. Girl, <laughs> he chewed one of my mom's designer jewels. Then he got her boot. I think he got that boot. She gave him the boot. She was like, uh-uh, he's going to the SPCA. He's Aww. out of control. I was crying. <laughs> oh, Chip. <laughs> Chip. I want Chip. <laughs> oh, we need to have a Chip, too. <sighs> Chip, part two. You just relived the whole champ situation. You all right, babes? I need therapy. Little, little therapy. Why <laughs> you give me therapy after we finish this? Mm-mm. I know what'll help me. All righty then. Well, people, time to go. Holla, bitches. Bye. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, we we'd love to hear your U-Haul stories. Yeah. If you U-Hauled, how long was it from the or time? Was anybody that U-Hauled at your spot? You ain't willing to U-Haul. They just kind of merged, you know. It just, you know, what I mean, like, you started spending a great deal of time at your place. You know, naturally, they going to spend the night and little piece of clothing here, piece of clothing there. Of course, it got a little toothbrush there. You know, they might keep, you know, little travel size deodorant and gradually they, moving and in. T- yeah, then all of a sudden, yeah. What if? That's a good what if. We got the what, what if. if. So what if you're dating someone you're you're cool to just date. Yeah, you just dating. But she on the other hand is is gradually is gradually moving, moving in. in. You know, y'all done dating, y'all really kicking it and you know you kinda almost in the relationship, but you know, you kinda taking it slow and naturally she spends the night and like I said, and you know, it's a toothbrush there and maybe a outfit, just, you know, a pair of jeans. Then all of a sudden, it's like the beginning. You cool because she's staying there, and you know this is new. About four, five months down the line, you look up. She got half her shit in your closet, and she got two and a half of your drawers, and she just didn't all but moved in. You ready for that motherfucker to go do? back home? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You tell what the you excuse me back your shit piece by piece and get up out of here. <laughs> Or you say your half of the rent is. <laughs> you know what? There is something to be said for taking it slow and for being patient and being respectful. But I must say, when it comes to sex, um, I just don't know how realistic that is for most yeah, of us. Um, I just think, wow. Yeah, we uh, we we really gotta, you know. I guess we should try to slow down, uh, but I just find that really difficult. Anyway, well, preference it, but not the people to tell anybody. No, we can't. We can't. <laughs> how long to wait to engage? Not without being completely <laughs> hypocritical. So we will uh, bow out of that conversation. So anyway, um, it won't be. This, that this much longer until our next one. We'll try yeah. to get one in over the weekend since I'll be going um, several days. Maybe next we'll do week. a live one while you're gone. 
Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. Well, folks, Sip's gonna be gone for three days. We're gonna just go on and have a goddamn party over here. <laughs> Guys are invited. I'll let you know the theme on the next jank. Shit. Just be ready. Shit. It's perfect time for me to go on and hide Uzi for a couple hours. Shit. Come on up in the crib and give me a couple lap dances to uh. see what we got working after that. <laughs> so, folks. Stay tuned because it's coming real soon. I don't appreciate your little Virginia accent. To a pole near you. Coming to a pole I'm going to have a pole in the Speaking living room of, when you come back. Speaking of poles, babes, I heard the most interesting information on Two Homos Podcasts. Oh, I got one more thing to talk about before we get they off. They have in the Hard Rock Cafe Casino in Las Vegas. A pole? They have poles on the casino floors. Wow. With chicks just dancing, like why you wow, I was gambling. sitting there and gambling. I don't know, I'll be acting like I'm gambling, putting like, the damn, we got to nickel go to, in the mid. We, we got go. to go to the hard rock. Yeah. We gotta get back to Vegas. Back to Vegas. Oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. Did All I right, talk about the lady? Say? Did I talk about this on the podcast, the lady? This is weird news or dumb news, whatever you want to call it, and we're gonna close out after this. What happened? Over in is it was it Korea? Oh boy! No, you didn't talk about this on the podcast. Was it Korea? I said yes. Korea, you know, I'm the hardest critic on Asian, Korea, Chinese drivers. They can't drive work for motherfucker. That's not right. And I, I, just just my experience, I've been cut off by more more of them than anybody in the world. They drive differently. They drive reckless. <laughs> And needless to say, read on it in news on news on the internet, a woman over in Korea <laughs> have been trying to take the driver's test since two thousand and five and has nearly taken it every day written the written part folks. Not the driving part, because at first when I got wind of this article, I thought it was the driving part. The written part, she took it a total of 950 times. It says she spent something like $4,500 in fees taking the test. She finally passed, but even when in her passing, she passed with the minimum score. I think the minimum is 60. You know what? That's persistence, but you know that what? ain't I, persistence. She shouldn't be know, allowed to get licensed and know, drive. You know what I automatically thought of though? Some people with disabilities, some people with learning disabilities, and all of these other things really make it difficult for people to adjust to take a standard test that someone without a disability could take. She could have very well had the intelligence on the on, on the first test. That motherfucker took the test 950 times She don't need a license And no no disregard to my, my, My folks with disabilities None of that But if you have to take a test 950 times You are in You cannot You can't function behind the wheel You don't need the wheel we're going to have to that? accommodate you some other way and get you 
a C&I doll to drive for you or something. What does that say about a person's persistence? Never that says she ain't have shit else to do but go take a test every day. Never give up. Yeah, that's called... <laughs> she need an IEP. So, but folks, she finally took the test. Now, she has to take the road test. Fuck you. I wouldn't want to be that instructor. Uh, uh, uh. So, that was my weird news. I haven't done that in a while. I thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, you threw it in at the end. Mm. All right. Well, I'd say we're done. We've got our what if. Yeah, we can ready to get up off of here because it's... Um, it's- Night night time and I'm gonna throw a suitable song on of some sort. Yeah. It ain't quite night night time, but it's close. It need to be but I need to you know hit it and quit it and <laughs> get on up in the bed. Hit it and quit it yeah. and get on up in the bed. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a pleasant. I could do all that and be in the bed by eleven o'clock. <laughs> it's ten forty one folks. Hell yeah, my head game is. <laughs> oh my god! Hell yeah, my head game got skills, baby. I can do this and be in the bed by eleven. Well, somebody, you're, you're only fifty percent of it, dear. So if you want to pat your damn stuff in the back, you might as well include me with it. <laughs> All right. On that note, we out. Deuces. Time is the ticking. Tick tick. Holla bitches.
control the feeling, feeling, feeling. 